Welcome to Documentary First, an inside look at a first-time filmmaker's journey. I am not your host, Josh Lindsay, but I am the first-time filmmaker, Christian Taylor, and one of the co-hosts of the Holy Post podcast and the director of The Girl Who Wore Freedom. Josh and Jason are off today for a bit of a holiday break, and I'm just back from Normandy, France, and trying to get my bearings after you know eight days away, and also reeling from the news that this morning, someone that we were with while we were um, on Christmas Day tested positive for COVID. So uh, that's kind of thrown me off my game a little bit today. My husband and I took rapid antigen tests that were FDA approved and um, mine came back negative, but his looks like it was positive. So he's going to go today to the doctor and have a PCR test. And we'll kind of assume that he has COVID and take proper measures around the house. But um, but yeah, that's kind of what we're dealing with today. So today's podcast is just going to be a quick update and then we'll get back to our real format next week. So I just wanted to tell you, you know, Normandy was amazing. As always, we were able to see a whole bunch of people that were in the film, uh, got to catch up and hear what's been going on in their lives the last two years. Some of the highlights were being with Danny uh, and Jean-Marie Boucherie and their daughter Flo, uh, just hearing how, what their life has been like, knowing that they're healthy and kind of continuing to do the things they always do. Uh, that was just so heartwarming. We were, um, you know, they're getting older, they're in their mid eighties. And so we've constantly been worried about how they're doing. So it was great to see them and um, hear more stories from their past. Um, just this vacation, I learned that Danny and Flo have found more family pictures from the 1940s. Um, so I can't wait to see those. And another thing that I was, I think it's the thing I was most excited about when I was over there is we did discover that the bar of June 6, that Danny Patrice's father started in St. Marie Dumont. Um, he started this amazing bar in 1945 to honor the GIs and keep the memory alive. Uh, his, uh, I think it was his brother um, or, his, or his nephew painted murals in the bar of June 6, one of the beach landings, one of the Normandy landings, and also one of the first monuments created. And when I was there in 2015, I saw this bar and it was just so nostalgic and wonderful. And then in 2017, when I went back for pre-production, it was closed and it remained closed um, all through 2018. And in 2019, it was still closed. And I even thought about trying to figure out if we could buy it and have Flo come in and run the you know, bar again, but we could never find the owner. So I was just really down about that. But when I went back this time, I discovered that a new young man named Jeremy uh, had bought the bar. His father and grandfather were both from St. Marie Dumont and really appreciated the history there. And so they preserved all of the history, the wall paintings and anything that they found in the bar, and they renovated the entire thing. So it, I mean, it just looks stunning. And they kept those um, original elements in the bar that Danny's uh, parents had done uh, and just made improvements. Um, another thing they did was open up a beer garden in the back of the bar, as well as a little historical room, a little gallery. And the gallery looks at uh, the post-World War II life uh, in that little town in that area. So it's, it was a wonderful exhibit, um, learning a lot about the French people that were taken captive and sent to Germany and what you know, what their life was like when they came back. Um, it just, it was so, so meaningful to know that this young man has taken this bar and just 
kept all the heart that Danny's family put into it. Um, so we're talking about doing an event with Jeremy and the bar of June 6th this summer um, so that people can experience the bar and learn more about it. So that's sort of in the works. So that was a, a wonderful thing that happened. Um, we also stayed at Domain Airborne, which is an Airbnb in Angoville en plan which is not far from St. Marie du Mont. And this is a big farm that was used by the Germans and then by the Americans in 1944 as a headquarters. And Carly and his wife, Anya, are from the Netherlands, actually, and they run this um, Airbnb. And it's so well appointed and they have taken such good care of this property, made it so comfortable for Americans in terms of the, um, you know, the rooms and the bathrooms. And it just it was impeccable. And they served a delicious breakfast every morning and, you know, talked to us about the history around the area. And they too are interested in having a screening and doing a reception for people that are involved with the film or coming to see it in June. Uh, so that was exciting. Um, we did some time with uh, Denis Vandenbrink. He was in our film. He is an expert on the 101st in the Carenton area. He's written several books. And so um, he was our tour guide. We wanted to learn more about the Battle of Carenton. That's because we are talking about doing a new film called um, Carenton, the Battle of Carenton, Unlocking the Road to Liberty, because Carenton was a, a very pivotal uh, town in order to capture for the GIs to take the big port of Cherbourg in 1944. So uh, we learned a lot about Carenton while I was there. We met with the town officials to pitch them the idea of this uh, new documentary film series. So that was exciting. Uh, and then uh, the mayor of the town of Carenton on a spur of the moment decided to take us up into the steeple, the uh, bell tower of the church in Carrollton, which is this big, um, you know, I don't know, centuries old church. And it was unbelievable. And I took video and photos of this experience, which I'm going to share with our Patreon supporters. I was thinking a lot about you guys while I was over there and really wished I could have shared all of it with you. Uh, we also did a tour with uh, Thomas Boisson, who's in our film. He was in charge of the reenactors and also the actor that gave Danny the candy in one of the little reenactment scenes. Uh, he has a Willie's Jeep that he does Jeep tours with. Um, he and Flavie Poisson own uh, Dis Discovery Normandy Discovery Tours. They're great tour guides, and uh, we had a wonderful time going out with them. So I, I filmed some of that as well, and we'll share that with our Patreon supporters along with the photos, and hopefully you guys will enjoy that. So there weren't a lot of other updates that happened with the film or with the Brave Dutch while uh, you know we were gone over this week. And we'll, you know, I'm sure other things will start kicking around here, uh, sort of in the second week of January. So Josh and Jason are going to be back. We're going to try to record tomorrow and um, see, you know, what other news kind of comes in. But I'm thinking it's going to be second or third week of January before things start picking up again. So we're excited to launch our new brand in a couple of days. By the time you're listening to this, we will have already done that. You will have already seen our finalized logo. Uh, and we're super excited about the new transition of our company. 
So uh, that's it for today. And I do hope that you're listening, that you're still enjoying what we're doing here. Please uh, write or email or comment and uh, let us know what you're interested in learning more about. This is supposed to be a podcast for people that are interested in our project, but also in making uh, documentary films. So uh, we're here for you and we'd love to know more about what you would like to know. So Thank you so much for supporting us, Patreon supporters. Um, If you haven't uh, decided to support us on Patreon yet, please think about that. We are still trying to make ends meet over here at Documentary First. We still owe a lot on the money, on the movie, and we are trying to keep this podcast going. So anything you can do to help would be really awesome. So thank you for listening to Documentary First, where we believe that everyone has a story to tell, and you can be the one to tell it. Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening to Documentary First. We really appreciate your partnership with us. We can't do any of this without you. So thank you so much for listening, for donating, and for following along on our journey. If you are able to make a donation this week, we would really appreciate it. We are supported by donors who give us $100 or less, so anything helps. Also, if you're able to share the news about The Girl Who Wore Freedom with your friends and family, please do that on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, or email. And sign up for our newsletter at thegirlwhowarefreedom.com. Please go to thegirlwhowarefreedom.com slash donate to make a donation today.